BFM 89.9, my name's Daryl Ong and you're tuned in to Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. For the last couple of days, there was and still is nationwide attention on a national shuttler Li Zijia and his two-year ban by BAM from BWF sanctioned tournaments. This would mean that the world number 7 as an independent player wouldn't be registered in a major badminton tournaments such as the World Championships, the Thomas Cup, but also the multi-sport events happening this year, namely the Asian Games, the Sea Games, Commonwealth Games under the Malaysian flag. However, at time of recording, the national number 1 and president of BAM, Tan Sri Noza Zakaria, came out of a positive meeting a few hours ago in which the latter gave Li Zijia his blessing in turning professional, with Zijia saying that he'll compete in the upcoming Asia Team Championships. Though it hasn't been made official yet, this turn of good events would see Li Zijia back on the court wearing the Malaysian flag again, but what have we learned from this unwanted saga? Nicholas Anil joins us on the program this week. Based on Zijia's posting, Instagram posting, um, which said he got the blessing of BAM uh, to become an independent shuttler, from what I, I can decipher from that particular posting, it means that he will no longer be prohibited by the Badminton Association of Malaysia for from competing in any tournaments. So before this, there was a two-year sort of ban, you know, quote-unquote ban, that was imposed upon him. Yeah. Uh, based on this latest uh, announcement, I don't think that will be in effect anymore because the post by Zijia also goes on to say that he's making himself available for the Asia Team Championships, which is happening next month in Kuala Lumpur. So if he's going to be playing, if if he's yeah, if he's gonna be competing, ultimately his name will be registered by BAM. And if he's gonna be playing representing the country at this tournament, then it will definitely be a start of his season. Mm. And um, we can definitely see him in action regularly for the rest of the year. And, you know, it's a new step basically in his career. This is what it means. Um, There is no longer anything that is holding him back uh, from playing badminton after this. But the whole details of this announcement I believe will be announced next week because uh, the Badminton Association of Malaysia also came out and said that they will make an official announcement next week. And Zijia also later clarified um, that he will hold a press conference to reveal um, details of his uh, future that's after great. this mm. yeah. it has been a crazy couple of days for Malaysian badminton fans right and just to see things especially you know fresh fresh you know a few hours ago and things on a upward trajectory right now so definitely great for the scene but there is something to be talked about right this whole saga has gripped the whole nation even if you're not a badminton fan you're not even a sports fan you actually feel you know um, when you're reading and you're uh, listening to this story but yeah I just want to Take us back to, I guess, it's been talked about before, but that two-year ban, right? What was your reaction to that two-year ban? Because for an athlete, right, two years can very well be 10 years, right? Two years is a long time. Exactly. That that ban, which was um, initially meted out by BAM, was taken into account um, after careful consideration. So it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. Even though the resignation letter that had been sent to them was a shock, um, BAM as a national institution have 
procedures and processes in place. And they are also going as per the shuttler's contract. Mm. So I believe in the contract, it says that as an elite shuttler, Zija is not allowed to prematurely leave the national body. He like he has to serve a certain time before he could leave. And if he does want to leave prematurely, then there are punitive actions that will be taken. So BAM have followed the protocols. They have followed the right processes. Now, having invested so much of time, having invested so much of money, um, having uh, put so much of their trust and hopes in a player like him to go on and deliver uh, titles of the of the highest standard um, and to suddenly be dealt uh, with the shock resignation, uh, they decided to meet out a two-year ban. Now, was that harsh? Of course, it was. Everyone thinks it was. But BAM had saw fit to do that based on the investment uh, that they had put into him for the last 11 years. Mm. Um, and, you know, they, they saw that as a fit uh, punishment. Mm. Now that is old news already, yeah. you see. Uh, if, it, if, if it would have stood and, you know, um, Zija would have to go through a two-year ban, um, it would definitely derail his career to a massive extent. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an example a um, couple of years back, Lee Chong Wei was handed an uh, eight-month uh, ban for taking a substance which he uh, did not know yep. um, was um, prohibited under the World Doping uh, Agency and he was handed an eight-month ban. And when he was handed that eight-month backdated ban, he was actually world number one. And that inactivity from competing in international tournaments for that duration ultimately dropped him down if I'm not mistaken, close to 200 it's on crazy. world rankings. Mm. Yeah. So, Zija would suffer a far worse. Correct. You know, because it's two flight. years, not eight it's months. two years, yeah. exactly. Mm. You know, and if you look at the badminton uh, calendar, there are so many tournaments in a year. So, there is so much of ranking points at stake. Yeah. And, you know, just playing in about 10 to 15 tournaments really makes a lot of difference between even being world number 30 and being world number 5. Mm. So can you imagine him not playing for two years? Yeah. He would have to start from the bottom of the food chain and to work his way all the way to the top. Mm. Um, Nick, um, shuttlers leaving BAM is actually not a new thing. They do leave and go independent, but I guess with a very important caveat that uh, most of these shuttlers are towards the end of their career or, or you know um, things like that. What made this case so special in that sense that is that Zijiao is in his early peak. He's not even in his peak yet and he, and he, he wants to leave. Would you say that's the case? Yes. Uh, this this case is unique in the sense that, like you mentioned, um, a shuttler wanting to leave the national body when he's not even reached his peak. Um, and more importantly, um, he did not get the blessing of the uh, association initially. You know, um, If we were to compare to previous shuttlers who had left, uh, it was all via mutual consent. Mm. Um, you know, players like um, Liu Darren, yep. um, Go Visham, Tan Vi Kiong, even Chan, Chan Peng Soon and Go Liu Ying, yep. all of them left by mutual consent. Mm -hmm. And so there was never any problem. They had served BAM for uh, quite a long period for, for most of their careers and eventually decided to take their own path and um, did so by getting the blessings of the National Association. So it was all very cordial. It was all done out of 
consent out of respect mm. um this case is different because um i don't think bam saw it coming you know uh, last year they had pretty much um were behind zija all the way you know um even after that um he won the all england and then there was a there was a couple of months break and they were really aggressively preparing him to the uh, for, uh, for the olympics and after that the badminton season just kicked off again and he was back to back to back tournaments and there was no sort of indication or you know um, um, any sort of um, uh, rumors um, that that would have you know uh, came to this mm. there was actually a rumor uh, Uh, saying that you know Zija might want to want to go uh, independent but uh, BM quickly came out and, and and said that that's not the case you know he's still very much our player for for them to be suddenly uh, you know be dealt with this um, was definitely a shock mm. um and and so it it, it brought about uh, a lot of uh, decisions that i think uh, would have never been made before between the Uh, people of the highest uh, hierarchy in in that institution itself mm. and it ultimately led to this mm. i mean you're right bm was definitely blindsided uh, by this decision by zija but also another person that got was in a way blindsided was the former world juniors champion right go jinwei to retire and then make a u-turn decide to sign for a, a independent club um she was also dealt with a ban um would you say that she is an unlucky collateral in, in this case i think yeah it 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 bm probably had to to make uh two two decisions because um there was also the the issue of uh, jinwei which was left unresolved so when when this issue came um i think they had the need to also address this pressing issue of jinwei because um, according to them Jinwei had retired last year due to uh, health problems yep. and they had accepted her resignation but later on her health improved and she had expressed interest on joining the national team mm-hmm. um but later on um, they claimed the BM claimed that she was very indecisive uh, with her decision um to return to the national team as a mixed doubles shuttler um and she sort of according to them I think they saw it as her sort of turning her back on them and going to sign for an independent club right. um when she may have perhaps you know uh, given a verbal agreement that she would return to the national body so I think the decision made was again one of um one of stamping uh, an authority but also of not setting a precedent because at the end of the day BAM as a national institution is bigger than any shuttler mm-hmm. so i think it it was done out of that mm. um to 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 send to send a statement out to the rest that you know if you decide to leave uh, then there is going to be some sort of punitive measures uh, that would be taken mm. now the both cases are a bit different uh because Jinwei had already retired and now she's getting sort of like a backdated punishment um and that case has not been resolved yet yep. but i think uh, if you ask me i think even that will be resolved amicably pretty soon because uh Jinwei had met up with the sports minister and i believe uh, she will be meeting up with BAM soon mm. so i don't expect that to be dragging on for long either 
That's great. Um, maybe Nick, can you just give our listeners uh, an idea of what what it's like, you know, to leave the national setup to become an independent, to turn professional. I mean, um, to things like you know having your own coaches, um, being in charge of your own um, training schedules and stuff like that. Is that all that all that is? Um, in terms of sponsors as well, maybe. Yeah. So. If you are under the national body, which is BAM, mm-hmm. all you got to do is show up for training, play badminton, and get get yourself uh, to the best mindset, um, you know, to prepare for tournaments. Mm. Um, in short, you just got to train, you got to play badminton, and it's That's just it. that everything mm. else is taken care of. Mm. You know, when you go independent, it's it's you being a shuttler, but it's uh, also you being sort of a client to your sponsor, where you have to, you know. Um, make sure that your performance is of a certain standard because, of course, there are KPIs involved as well. And you also got to be your own a logistics uh, um, a manager because all these independent shuttlers, you know, the logistics of, of, of flight tickets, uh, travel bookings, is all done by them. If they don't have their own manager, then it's all done by the shuttler themselves. And not only that, they also have to source for their own coach Mm-hmm. Um, they have to look for their own uh, training facility. They have to look for their own support team, which includes, you know, a physio, a masseuse, a nutritionist. So these are all the complete works of an elite athlete. And if you're under the uh, national association, then it's all taken care of you, yeah. taken care for you. But if you go out, then this is something that you got to do yourself. It's very DIY, yeah. and this is the biggest challenge that independent shuttlers face. All of them tell me when I speak to them that the first few months, sometimes even years, are, are really difficult because first you need to find a sponsor. When you find a sponsor, you need to find the right coach. And then uh, you need to find a training facility. You need to find sparring partner. And you need to sort out all the logistics of, you know, uh, even registering for tournaments as, as well. Mm. So these are all things that um, you don't really take for you 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 may be taking for granted if you are in the national system because it's all handled for you. Sure. Uh, but it can be quite a task when you go out and you're on your own. Okay. It's like, I, I would I would compare it to someone who's working full-time, who has a steady job, as opposed to someone who's freelancing. Okay. You, know, you, you may have the, the option of, of choosing your own destiny, uh, but at the same time, you sort of miss out on the perks and the benefits uh, that a full-time job might give you. For sure, so, it, it does yeah. sound like a lot of work, Nick. So, so then tell me, what's the appeal of you know shuttlers wanting to go independent? Then, for some of them, I think they 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 no longer um, are able to continue with the national body. Some of them are dropped, and they have no choice but to go go out on their own. Um, others do go out on their own because they have found sponsors, mm. so they do have the financial means to do so. So then they go out and you know they try and make it on their own. So it most of the time it's it's just these two things. Either you have found a passage, your own passage to go independent, or you are no longer deemed um, you know good enough for the national team, so you're dropped and you've got no choice but to go independent. Mm. Um, yeah, that is the case most of the time. Are you not allowed to have individual sponsors when you're in the national setup? You um actually allowed to be ambassadors, ambassadors. Um, of certain brands, um, like. Zijia, even when he was with BAM, mm-hmm. um, he had he was the ambassador of several brands. Um, but you are not allowed to, you know, have like exclusive uh, sponsors because ultimately you are under the national body, and the national body have has its own set of 
sponsors. Mm. So I'm not too sure of the intricacies of this arrangement gotcha. because uh, it's it's all in 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 the contracts. Mm. Um, But yeah, ultimately you are you are bonded to the national body. Hmm. Um, the, the knockback of you know this whole saga and this past couple of crazy days, you know, we've seen the overwhelming of you know uh, overwhelming support for Lizija, not just from Malaysians, you know, but from you know fellow shuttlers, his fellow shuttlers around the world, and really the whole time I was just thinking this really paints BAM in, in, in a bad light sure they're making amends now and they're you know, slowly uh, going back um, you know um, trying to make things right but what are your thoughts on this? This this case has has sort of sparked a fire um, mm. in, in the badminton scene okay. because um, if you look at the rules all the shuttlers are sort of under their member association so What it means is, in order for them to compete internationally, they would have to be registered under their respective member associations, being the national F, uh, BAs themselves. Yep. And in other words, uh, they are pretty much at the mercy of these member associations. Now, this is very different from tennis, where the athletes get to choose their own uh, tournaments, they get to choose you know, their own scheduling, Uh, they have the liberty of that flexibility of that freedom whereas mm. in badminton you're still very much bonded under your respective um, national body mm. and this is what i think the players want they want more power as players and even before this whole uh, zija jinwei saga um, like danish shuttlers in the past you know and not only danish there have been other shuttlers in the past that choose to leave their Uh, national association and have encountered problems um, again the ball was always very much on the national uh, body's court and what the shuttlers are asking as the main assets of the sport itself they should be the ones that um, are supposed to be given sort of more power more authority or rather you know given the mandate to make decisions for the sake of their own career. Mm. So I think this what this will ultimately do is if all the players decide to band together and you know really go to the world body being the badminton uh, world federation and mm -hmm. tell them we as players want more power you know to be able to dictate our careers then we could see a difference perhaps not soon but eventually because Um, Axelson, Victor Axelson, the world number one, he, he came out and said that we're not going to make a change by just writing on social media. A, a post is not going to change. You know, we have to really come together as a as a family and and really present our point across mm. and tell them that you know we want more as as players and as players, of course, they they are entitled to to having more say. After all, they are the ones who are putting on the show yeah. for everybody. They are the assets of all these member associations. So mm. while this could be an isolated case, the Zija case, I think there is already something bigger brewing, you know, Got you. within the world badminton community. Is, is, there, is there not such a thing as like, you know, international shuttlers union or, or, or things like that? Is there nothing like that now? They do have, they do have a, a, an athletes commission, mm -hmm. but um, it has not reached a stage where it's holding so much of power to challenge the the world body on on big decisions like this Not you. you know mm. i go back to a couple of months ago where the world uh, badminton federation wanted to change the scoring format to make it uh, seven seven points best of five yep and they went 
to the member associations to get their vote and not the shuttlers and just in that instance alone the shuttlers were already sort of upset some of them were voicing out their grouses on social media and saying why isn't our voice taken into account after all we are the ones going to court and we are the ones playing and you know putting on this show yeah. why are you going to the national body mm. you know so i think a lot of as of this point a lot of the national associations have very close ties to mm. bwf and so um there has not been any sort of um reason to upset this whole cycle but that that incident now with this zija incident i think that could change in the future mm. um like you mentioned at the top of the interview you know bm were following protocols and they were following the clauses in the contract and stuff like that but on the flip side was B, do you think bm was shooting themselves in the foot with with this whole saga I think deep down they knew that they would receive um um they would receive some sort of criticism uh for their decision to ban uh, both players for such a long time. Mm. You know, it, it wasn't the the fact that they banned them it was for me it was the duration of the ban. Yeah. Now if you hand them a 3 month ban then it's not going to be as as bad because it doesn't affect their career so much but you throw them a 2 year sort of not not a ban but just refusing to enter them for any tournaments that pretty much takes away their livelihood for the next two years and these are malaysian heroes you know in the eyes of of uh, millions of malaysians mm. everybody was glued to their screen when zija beat excelson to win that all england and everybody know about uh, jinwei's quality being a two time world junior champion so right. uh, malaysians are looking forward to seeing these these players uh, playing uh, doing what they do best week in week out and when when they are when they are banned for for wanting to choose their own part then of course the national body is is the decision maker for that and they're going to they're going to head it so in a way yeah um i think they knew uh their decision would would result in some sort of backlash all right throughout this whole saga what would you say is the you know the the, the biggest lesson we can learn for you know the future of uh, malaysian badminton I think communication is absolutely key, you know. If both parties had decided to sit down and talk this out um early on mm, and you know go through the right channels um then we would we wouldn't had to come to this. Um but it seemed like there was a lot of um abrupt decisions made because of certain parties action. and we have eventually arrived at this and this is a drama that nobody needed mm. we what we needed was to prepare for a big year in badminton because there is so many things going on you know we have the sea games we have the commonwealth games the asian games the world championships as well and the thomas cup so mm. it's a massive year in badminton and both parties need a big year bam need a big year you know they did not go through the best of years they had recently gone through a coaching reshuffle so they are desperate to bounce back lizija himself did not have a great ending to last year he had to retire several several times you know uh, despite of course he won the all england but he he did not end the the, the season in, in the way that that he wanted to mm-hmm. so Uh, what was needed was for uh, both parties to concentrate on building towards a big year um, rather than to be mired in this whole saga i'm glad that it's coming to an end i wouldn't say that it's came to an end because we have not heard both uh, parties you know not official yet not official yet 
So, um, but this is a major step, and let's hope that it does not happen. Anything, anything that you know uh, would would take place if there's any other issue that you know might transpire, I think it can all be solved with open, transparent communication and going through the right channel. That was sports journalist Nicholas Anil explaining to us the recent drama with Lee Zijia. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit the show, you can head over to our website www.bfm.my forward slash barnan for the podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl Ong and this has been Barnan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you.